Hey guys, Murugi Muni here. It's Lydia KM. And we're back again with another episode of The Messy In Between. It's definitely TMI. Welcome to this episode, guys. Can we just start by just thanking you guys for the love on the last episode? We Let's clap for them. Let's clap for them. I don't think we've ever been reposted as many times as, as we, we have been. Hey! I know. I mean, our page was just full of Eli, Oscar. Eli, Eli Oscar. Oscar. Eli, I was yeah, like, we, we were there. We were there as well, guys. You, yeah, you saw we were, us on the episode. You saw us, right? we were, we And we're also talking. <laughs> yeah, we were talking. But no one, no one, they were it's here. Fine. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, it was a fantastic episode. And thank you so much, guys. And we've taken all your recommendations for collaborations you guys want us to do in the future. Yes. And yeah, maybe maybe we might do it. But now we want you guys to focus on us. Sometimes yeah. us. Not, not, not all the time. Always. Sometimes just us, guys. <laughs> anyway, welcome to this episode. It's episode 15, I believe. 15. Yes, it is. 15. It is. Welcome, guys. We are, we, are, we are teenagers. We are actually fully grown teenagers. We are, definitely. Which is amazing. Remember that number 15 because it will be relevant later when I'm speaking about my sexual journey. Ooh. Yep. That number, oh. that number's going to be relevant. I remember. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, guys, this episode is done in collaboration in collaboration with Form Nigani, who if you live in Nairobi or in Kenya or you're on social media or you drive on highways, you've probably seen their communication. There are, they, it is basically a platform that advocates for conversations around contraception, around positive family planning. It's by like creatives and opinion shapers. And it's just a really cool space where people are able to like voice their concerns, opinions, fears, you know, just their views basically mm -hmm. on contraception. Yeah. And obviously, when they came to us, we were like, this is perfect for us because if there's perfect. one thing, if there's one thing TMI is always shouting mm -hmm. here, besides mm -hmm. sex, besides sexual liberation and confidence, it's contraception. contraception. It's contraception. Mm -hmm. And before you go any further in this video, guys, please make sure you're following us on our pages. Thank you. Muni, Lydia KM and TMI Podcast, Podcast KE. KE. You'll find we are always talking about contraception because mm -hmm. it's something we really genuinely believe in. Yeah. It's a key part of sexual, co sexual confidence to us for us to be able to be on contraceptive, to mm -hmm. be able to determine the outcome of our sexual experiences yeah, as much 100%. as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah, we had this conversation on our Instagram page. Mm. As she said, please do follow us on yeah. TMI Podcast KE. And it was around sexual confidence. Mm. And there's very little confidence because without having contraception, without having the right um, reproductive health information, mm. because it's all fun and games all fun until and games. it's not. Yeah, until, until up in the middle of the night. With your crying triplets, oh because when you God. are having the not sex you're not supposed to be having, it will be triplets. Okay, yeah. it will be triplets for yeah. sure. So mm. that's a huge part of empowering yourself. And so we wanted to take that conversation from Instagram and bring it here to TMI Podcast, mm. and we want to talk about how to get sexual confidence mm. or how to build your sexual confidence. Yeah, because as a woman, you can be confident in your body and mm. your skin and your beauty and your brains, but the the sexual part of you is one thing which we people don't talk enough about yeah. women being liberated um sexually so we wanted to have that conversation guys and we and we hope that you're going to learn something and you can tell us some of the things which you struggled with as far as your self-confidence as far mm -hmm. as maybe even reproductive self-care please let us know what you've struggled with and hopefully this will be something which we can all which learn we from can all learn from yeah. i feel like i have a wealth of information in this field but every time we have a conversation about it mm. i learn something new always i always it's learn always something, something new so Thank you so much to Form Nigani and the Reproductive Health Network of Kenya for enabling us to have this conversation. Let's get into it. 100%. Mm. Yeah. So we wanted to start with, I mean, before we were here, we were in the ghetto. No. Yeah. Say the truth. No. 
say the truth. Girlhood. Right. Girlhood. So we wanted to um start with what was were your sexual views? Like as far as you can remember, mm. what did you know about sex or what did you think about sex? Sex Okay, so for me, let me, uh, my background, my background, my mother is a reverend. <laughs> oh. I've mentioned this before. And if there's and one thing that a reverend will never do, or a pastor will never do, is talk to you about sex. Mm -hmm. All right, so for me, all I remember when growing up is just my mom talking about how this is something that should be enjoyed in marriage. Mm -hmm. So it was never an option. It was oh, never a God. thing of like, get on contraception or go, mm -hmm. do this. Or when you find someone you love and you feel, it was just like, do not do it. Ever. Do not ever do it. So for me, and what did Morugi do? What did Morugi do? At the ripe age of 15, <laughs> <laughs> At the ripe age of 15, Morugi <laughs> explored. <laughs> outside of a club next to a car. Mm. But you know what? That's a story for another day. Mm. I was definitely not exercising good uh, reproductive choices at that time. Definitely okay. not, yeah. Well, but the since zero. then, so obviously mm. as I grew up, I think at the, by the age of about 12, 13, I already started to feel like, okay, I feel like different. You know, you start feeling, having urges, your boobs are growing, you have your period, and you start feeling like, okay, I mean, I feel like a woman. I feel womanly. But I think it's only until the age of like about 18, mm. maybe 19, that I mm. felt like, I am a sexual being, mm -hmm. you know, not just like I'm a person who like, yeah, when I have sex, it feels nice, but mm -hmm. I am a sexual being mm -hmm. who is in charge of my body, mm -hmm. who likes things and doesn't like other things, mm -hmm. who has control, mm -hmm. who has power, mm -hmm. you know, who can control their emotions. Mm -hmm. That's the age. I think 18, 19 is when I started feeling like a sexual being, so to speak. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Our stories are completely different. Yeah. So my mom's not a reverend, but she's also not, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. taking me down the road to show me <laughs> how it goes, you know, but she's somewhere in between which yeah. is like she the com there was conversations around but maybe not directly yeah. um, but I knew that sex was not just for marriage I knew mm. that I knew that was a big difference because okay. first of all my mom was pregnant mm. on her wedding day so ah, I mean, one plus one is 67. My mom was also pregnant on her wedding day. So don't you, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> come on, mom, mom, mom. I mean, mom. even you. Even you. <laughs> so I knew, um, my mom never forced the, um, it's just for marriage. Yeah. But I also knew it wasn't something light. Mm. So um, at me, it was at the ripe age of 16, not too far down oh, the road wow, for Morugi. Wow. Mm -hmm. Not too far down the road. And I felt like, oh, I did not, I only felt that I, I was having sex from that point. Mm. I just felt there was sex. Mm. And you have sex. Yeah. But as far as feeling like I'm a sexual being, yeah. I think that came maybe around maybe 22, 23, mm. when I was definitely having a situation with somebody who I shouldn't have been. Mm. But he awoke. The, even the way he saw me as a sexual partner, it felt really equal. Mm. You know, a lot of um, situations, it's like, it's like the man, you, you are you there. Are, yeah, Whereas he, yeah. I, he, I really felt in control so, and yeah. very much a, of a sexual being mm -hmm. around 22, 23. Mm -hmm. And once that door opened, it's never been shut, it's honey. No, it's, it's not, never, never been, been shut. shut. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's so, nice. And yeah. the guys, for context, mm. she grew up in the UK. In yeah. case this is your first episode that you're watching, if it is, please subscribe and ring the bell so Thank that you, you don't miss a future episode. Thank you. She grew up in the UK, which obviously has very different oh, conversations, especially around different. sex, around sex education, around yeah. contraception. Mm. In Kenya, it's like, I mean, now I guess it's getting more and more with mm. like, you know, um, advocacy, like with Form Nigani mm. and the Reproductive Health Network. But still, I mm. feel like there's a long way to go. It's like, yeah. For you to get that information, you literally have to go looking for it. It yeah. will just find you in your house sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. one mm. of the things that's the major difference, we said having conversations in school when we were around like 13, 14 about <gasps> sex. 13, 14? Condoms were being given out by the time we were like 15, 16. Oh, that now God. that's the end of high school. Mm -hmm. And then in England, when you are under 25, it's free. For your pill, for your contraceptive, everything wow. is free. For yeah. all your checkups, everything. Yeah. So going to the gyna for me was equivalent to 
going for a homa. It was mm. just as easy, you, just, you know? Yeah. So that information was really easily acceptable. But mm. that and sexual confidence aren't always the same thing. You're right. They're part. Mm. They're part. Because yeah. even you, yeah, you even right. though you didn't have that information, you felt sexual confidence yeah. way earlier than I did. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Huh? Also, you why. felt like you, you, were, you said you were feeling urges at 12. Yeah. No, you. I think you even physically matured earlier than me. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. I think my period was 13. What? And I think I realized I had boobs at 16. Oh, really? My, my period was at 12. You realized you had boobs. Uh, oh. Okay. oh. And I bet they were still this size. Most likely, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know, that's mm. why I feel like conversations around contraception and like self-care and like, yeah. you know, taking care of your sex, self-sexually is so much more important because I want yeah. my kids to grow up in a world where they, they have the access to the information and mm -hmm. the tools they need to make the, the right decisions when it comes it to sex. Yeah, it, yeah. Only, it starts with one. Mm. It starts with Formnigani, then now it's um, in collaboration with TMI mm. and yeah. then somebody else and then now we it becomes um, a conversation. Absolutely. Right, so um, the next question is, mm. you tell me. <laughs> um, it's okay, is, baby girl. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, what has what is one thing that made you feel like you are a sexual being? What's a determining factor that made you feel like you're more... Oh, no, sorry. What's a determining factor of your sexual confidence? Ooh. Because I mean, 18. Yeah. What What did you know, but, but you I, knew? Can I start by saying, mm. I don't think... I, I think there are... I think there are like two distinct groups of people. Mm -hmm. There are people who have yet to discover their sexual confidence mm -hmm. and then there are people who feel actual sexual like you're, you're being put down. Like you you don't oh, right. you don't feel like you have the right. You don't feel like you have you can actually speak about your mm -hmm. sexuality. So for example somebody who even if any part of your body is showing mm -hmm. you start feeling like oh my god I'm not you know like kind of thing. That sort of like you're almost ashamed of the fact that you're a woman who has needs, you're yeah. a woman who has sex, mm -hmm. that you're somebody who even people find attractive or yeah. that you're attracted to other people. Yeah. I don't think I ever was that person. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've always feel, felt like comfortable in my body, mm -hmm. comfortable with my urges, so mm -hmm. to speak, mm -hmm. even with my different phases, mm -hmm. with uh, various groups in society <laughs> or the different, the different ones. You get yes, me? The different ones. If you don't the get it, forget ones. about it. <laughs> You know that TikTok? You don't know that TikTok? No, I don't. Anyway, yeah. So I don't feel like I was ever that. But I think as time has gone by, like probably in my 20s, definitely after I gave birth, I mm. felt a shift in terms of like how I experienced my body as mm. a sexual being. Because mm. after that, I just felt more, I felt more free. I felt more mm. confident, more empowered because I was like, wow, I have, my body has done this amazing thing. And mm -hmm. like I would look at myself with a different kind of like... um like wonder and like mm. acceptance kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm. But I think it's only maybe towards the end of my 20s mm. that I feel I really felt like I came into my sexual confidence mm. because I think, I don't know, maybe it's just the, maybe it's the advent of social media mm. or something and seeing a lot more plus size women because mm. you know, that's like a whole added other, oh God, yeah. Why is it <laughs> why is it <laughs> Nelly, Nelly, Nelly. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, I think that the added of like seeing people like Lizzo mm -hmm. and like seeing like plus size women who are just like accepting themselves and like posting pictures in like she's in a bikini mm -hmm. and she has cellulite like mm -hmm. me and she has stretch marks. Yep. And I think at some point I was just like, wow, I really love the way my body is. Mm -hmm. And the more that time went by, the more I've come to accept it. Mm -hmm. And now I be posting my ass 24 7. Really? <laughs> 20. Four seven. If you're not following her, you yeah, are missing. You're missing out. You are you're missing, missing out. Yeah. Um, what about for you? For me, mm. I feel like I definitely had a journey mm. on feeling sexually confident. Mm. Right. Number one, I personally feel like this is a factor. Maybe it it, it isn't for everyone. Mm. But when you grow up where the standard of beauty is yeah. nothing like you, yeah. you definitely struggle navigating yourself around what feels beautiful. Oh, and yeah. without feeling beautiful, it's hard to feel confident. Mm. Without feeling confident, it's hard to have sexual 
sexual confidence. Mm. So I could definitely tell that there was a journey of like feeling uncomfortable. Like, you know, I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't sitting upright mm. in my, in myself, in yeah. my body, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because for me, um, my sexual confidence has so much to do with my emotions, mm. you know? And you know when I see Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <sighs> so when you're going up and down yeah. with those emotions of no understanding yourself, not knowing who you are, yeah. your sexual confidence kind of goes up and down mm. with that. Mm. You know what I mean? But I feel like when I turned, maybe, I'm saying 23, 24, and funny enough, when I came to Kenya, I saw a profound difference in mm. the way I, I felt about myself. Mm. And how other people viewed you as yeah, well. Maybe yeah, maybe as the yeah. way people other people viewed me as well. Mm. First of all, I felt like it wasn't a competition. I wasn't fighting a, um, a status quo yeah. to be beautiful. Mm. It's like someone will find you beautiful because you're beautiful. Yeah. Also, the, the feeling of you're just a black person. Just another you black are, you person. You are just... Yeah, yeah. That felt yeah. really freeing. Yeah. And I found that I became way more even into what I'm watching for excitement, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm. I became a bit I more... I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Shut up. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I became a bit more broader with yeah. that. Like, you mm. know, let me see you. Let me explore yeah. all that. And then the last three years... Mm. that. And I thank God because I've only met Lydia in the last three years. Some you don't know that you, previous you Lydia. You found me at the end of yes. the ghetto. Yeah, at I found her when she was beginning her journey of sexual liberation. Hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah. who else to hold my hand than me? Than you. Welcome, darling. Thank Welcome. you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> She, yeah. you were the best person because it was you weren't advocating for anything, but just the way you were about mm. it, it was such an easy pull. I was yeah. ready. Yeah, I was ready. And yeah. boy, and I guys, have... yeah, yeah, we we are, we are really in the like when you guys watch and you see these conversations we have about sex so freely. Yeah. It's because we, by the way, just in our normal conversations, we yeah. are always having those conversations. Always, yeah. Because I just feel like sex is not something you should be ashamed about. No. It's not your even not even sex, your sexuality, because there's a difference between sex mm -hmm. and your sexuality. Yeah. Your sexuality is who you are mm -hmm. as a person, as a woman. It's like yeah. everything that makes you you and yeah. how you express yourself now in eventually in sex. A hundred percent. And when I met you, what I, all, all I found out was that there were all of these things that I always wanted to do and mm -hmm. I wanted to explore. I'm an explorer. We have the same energy. Yeah. I just didn't give myself permission or I didn't have the right environment mm -hmm. to allow that to prosper, yeah. you know? Yeah. So then as soon as I felt free, I prospered. You and prospered. as mm. that happened, you meet the, the guy who makes sense with it. Love it. Heaven. Love it. Can we talk about how yeah. there's such a double standard when it comes to Good sexual night. confidence? <laughs> sexual confidence and liberation as a woman mm. versus as a man. Yep. Even in terms of like, you know, taking care of yourself, self-care, yani kujijali, yep. you know, things in mm. terms of contraception. Because I feel like for men, they grow up knowing that your sexual urges are just part of you. It's just like perfect, it's, and it's expected. Just In right, fact, it normal. makes you a man. Yep. But you, as a woman, expressing that you have sexual needs, oh, expressing out. that you actually want to have an orgasm when you're having sex. Ha, how dare you? You being and an equal yeah, part to a sexual experience. Know, mm, how? Get out. How? <laughs> get out. Get out. Arrest. Good her. night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. but that's why I love, again, the work that Fomnigani is, mm -hmm. is doing because mm -hmm. it's like part of bring, bringing men into that whole conversation about contraception. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. we had actually asked our audience on Instagram yeah. about this and we'll share that a little bit yeah, later. It will. was really interesting asking mm -hmm. them what their men feel about them being yeah. on contraception and how their men, you know, take part in that whole process. And yeah. That's, yeah, stick around for that. Stick what, for what that. obviously, I assume your man... Is, is what is down for it. Yeah, for contraception. Yeah, unless he, he wants He is, but you see, there's, there's a difference between like, mm. 
him just knowing that I have taken care of it mm. versus it's not like he's like checking at your is how is your coil or like oh let me take you to whatever yeah. the coil. It's like I feel like they are they are allowed a very comfortable distance from contraception when they are with women like us I because know. they know we are taking care of they it. Know, they, they know we are know not messing with that. Yeah, exactly. They do. But others mm. don't, don't, I mean, you know, and yeah. like I've had the conversation with my husband many mm. times like we are done having kids. Mm. You, you have a vasectomy. He's like, no, me, I don't believe in permanent forms of, of what, of, uh, you know, even though you generally don't want children. Also, so like, vasectomy yeah, is why? reversible. It's reversible. It is, yeah. But you know, all these things, it's reversible, but like, yeah, you can't really tell. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I went actually funny enough on Saturday to mm. my um gyna mm. and Mans came with me. But he him he went to park and do his things yep. and be on the phone. Yeah. And Mokami entered because the situation is on my own. However, when there's a pregnancy scare, yeah, we are together. We're together. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wow. Wow, what a surprise. And it's so funny. Sometimes he's like, when I'm telling him, oh, babes, you come with me into the doctor. He's like, no, you know, that's that's uh, private. It's private. I want you to have your space. I'm like, yeah, but whatever. You don't last want... night when I was on my fours, you were in my space. Twins. You were in my Twins. space. Pamoja. <laughs> Pamoja. Together. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, I feel like they do. Oh um, I, I yeah. feel like I'm because I'm so empowered with it. I feel like yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But it, you know, it would be great. It would be great for someone to come there and you know see what's happening. I think so. You know. So can we talk about like what does so so we feel obviously from you guys seeing us, you can see that we are sexually confident. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about what sexual confidence means to us? Like what does okay. what does being sexually confident mean to you? I feel the top of the list for me mm. is not being ashamed of my desires. Mm. Oh yeah. That was That's the thing. My list too. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That was the thing which I was I was led under yeah. the entire time. And when I stop being ashamed of my desires, it's it's a desire. Mm. It's like it comes to me. Me, I don't go and search a desire. Yeah. It's in me. It's in my energy. Mm. So being able to be like, babe, I want to try this mm. or I want to try that or whatever um porn I'm going to example. watch. Huh? Give us some examples. Just give us a, this is TMI. Good give night. Us, this is TMI. Um, okay. Let me give an example. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. All right. So one of the things which um I I I, I used to feel like a bit awkward about mm. was about being attracted to girls, mm. right? And not necessarily like you know being you know like I want to be in a relationship, in a relationship her, but yeah. mm. acknowledging that when I see a girl, I'm just like, whoa, yeah. what, what is that I'm feeling? Damn, what's yeah. popping? Mm, what's happening? Don't mind you know, me, just watch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was one yeah. of the things which I used to contain so much. Whereas mm. it's like actually a desire grows when you don't try to suppress when it. you try to suppress yes. it. Once mm. once it's out, it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, that's Agreed. it. Yeah. So that that's one of the things. Being open and free to enjoy mm. my desires. Yeah. Really. That's what to enjoy and to express in a space where you feel like you won't be comfortable, judged. Yeah. not judged, and yeah. it's a place where I can genuinely yes, enjoy myself. Exactly. Yeah. I love that one. Mm. Um for me it's like the love of pain. I'm mm. a lover of pain. Really? Yeah. That's why I have so many tattoos, so many piercings. I like pain. I oh like God. pain, yeah. So in, in all scenarios, sexual and really? otherwise, I like pain, yeah. Really? I like that pushing the boundaries of like, oh my God, this is so painful, but like it feels good, but don't stop, but stop, but don't stop, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like me, my, my threshold is a little less. Yo, yes, I, I, I know that feeling. A lot less. I know that <laughs> feeling. I know that. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know that feeling, but. Seem to. <laughs> I know that feeling, but I feel like I don't yeah. enjoy it as much yeah. as you do. Oh it. yeah, I enjoy it so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, another thing which I think, um, um, as far as sexual confidence mm. is owning owning my half 
of my sexual experiences, right? Mm. Before, it used to be like either like, you know, oh, let him just like, you know, hurry up and finish or whatever. Yeah. Or it's just like, if I want to try something, I'm not really saying it, yeah. all of that. But in a sexual experience, now I feel like I take up space. Yeah. This is what I want. If I'm not finished, I'm not finished. This is how I like it. That I don't like. That doesn't feel good. Yeah. I That's make, making me uncomfortable. In every beat mm. of my sexual experiences, experience, yeah. I'm there on beat owning, owning yeah. it. And yeah. because we talked about in that episode about mm. sex is that you're in charge of your own pleasure. You are. Like you're there to please your partner, obviously that's why you're having sex mm -hmm. with them, but you're in charge of ensuring that you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. I completely agree mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I would say in terms of my sexual confidence mm -hmm. is being comfortable in my body. Okay. Because growing up, I think in my 20s mm -hmm. or like, you know, when you're younger and you feel like, you know how you're saying when you were there, you didn't feel like you, were, you fit the standard of beauty. Mm -hmm. I also for a long time didn't feel like I fit the standard mm. of beauty because it's like okay African men like curvy women mm. but a certain kind of curvy women no not, stomach no big stomach booty, you, big, hip. big hips big thighs but your arms should be flat not these kitoweo arms of mine yeah Nothing. not kitoweo arms like thin yeah. arms thin waist and then you know mm. and I didn't feel like I fit that mm -hmm. you know but as I grew and like as I said loving myself I realized in bed especially and mm. even like out in the world mm. I am sexy because I am confident I'm not confident because I am sexy 100% right? I am sexy because I am confident and my man has told me this so many times mm -hmm. he's like your confidence is one of the sexiest things about you mm -hmm. because you as a woman you'll go to bed to with that man mm -hmm. and you'll be thinking oh my my stretch marks that man has never even seen he didn't he didn't even care he didn't even can't even tell you where on your body are those stretch marks yeah. the things you're most concerned about he don't even care yeah. he's just there because he likes you just the way that you are you know it's and true. so that being able to own my body and also doing things that make my body feel good mm -hmm. eating good food working out yeah. drinking water and like I, I mean just like building my stamina so mm -hmm. that when i'm on top mm -hmm. i can go for long you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, those kinds of things. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, that has helped me. Mm. Body confidence. I f I feel like it, it has to come in. It with has sex. to. It, it mm. has to. Yeah. Because once you're naked, you're stripped naked. Yeah. And the your movement and your energy, even energy. Yeah. Because when you're you're insecure in your body, mm. everyone can feel it, especially Absolutely. the people you're having um sex with, and that definitely interferes. Yeah. Because some positions which would be great and will help the sexual experience be amazing, mm. you are conscious about maybe how does this look, yeah. what's jiggling, you know. But when you're pregnant, and you're like, this is how my body is. Let's do this. Yeah. Sexual confidence is next door. You, if you get yeah. there, you're already. You just knock and you've entered. You've entered. Are you a have sex with the lights on or lights off kind of person? Whatever is going down. Whatever but majority of the down, time, yeah. mm. it's always on. Yeah, I, I want to see the face. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to see everything. Me, it's not like I don't mm. want this. I don't want a Hollywood stage. Yeah, but I don't want it dark. I want it. <laughs> I want it a comfortable in between where we can see each other. We can look in each other's eyes and yeah. we can like see like each other. Dimmed. Like dim, like dim kind of like, really? but not like super bright and not like super dull. But of course, if it's in the middle of the afternoon, what are we going to do? The sun is out. The afternoon. Do, yeah. or the or the light being on i've yeah. never i've never, never turned thought. down yeah. lights yeah to yeah mm. it, wherever we are here we, we are we just be doing Th this is what's happening yeah. yeah another mm. factor for me and mm. i think this is like one of the main factors that mm. came into play maybe after i was like 25 26 mm. is being able to control my sexual outcomes mm. in terms of i don't want to get pregnant after this yeah. i do not want to get hiv i do not want to get an std yeah. i want to have 
sex, but like sex that afterwards I'm not thinking, hey, oh God, no, I need to rush to the need to get P2. Good oh night. God, where is the who is the nearest in no that 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 whole those the early twenties and like late teens is mm. such a ghetto time because like Hood. the sex happens upon you. It's like yeah. almost like you didn't know it was going to happen, but you knew, mm-hmm. but it's like you didn't know yeah. kind of thing. And for me, that being able to like positively think about my sexual experience without it being like, oh, there's an oops, there's an oops, there's an oops mm. is what makes oh, me so free. yeah, what makes me feel like contraception. Mm. For anyone having sex, you Period. need exactly you need to be on contraception. Mm. Um, for Mnigani actually shared with us a statistic. They mm. said only about twenty six percent of women and I, are, are on contraception. And I said good night. You said good night. I said and ironically, and I, I see it. And I ironically, that number has mm. gone down from like forty something mm. before COVID started. Oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Which it makes mm. sense, but also a lot more people are at home. A lot more people are having sex. I feel like a lot more people should be on contraception. But I feel think? like what has happened is that there's a different concern. Yeah, you know, just oh, like yes, there's yes, a yes, flu. Yes. Mm. My biggest concern is the flu. this, the yeah. flu protecting this, mm. and then everything else kind of takes a back burner. People are not um, working as much. Like the shift of your world is going to mm. shift the things which you don't feel are mandatory. Yeah, and yeah. for whatever reason, reproductive health, for some reason, kind of takes the mm. afterthought yeah, kind of idea. Exactly, yeah. um, for me, unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately, actually, my sexual confidence did not really have anything to do with contraception it was not because I've always, yeah. I've always had it. Mm. But what I wasn't is, I feel like I had the information, but I wasn't taking it as seriously. Mm. You know, I wasn't, carrying it as this is really important mm. to my health. This is yeah. just as important to my future. To my future yeah. You know, and having that control of of my life mm-hmm. over that. Um, I've got the IUD for five years. Yeah. That's it. Me too. As long as mm. I get my my checks when I do, which I always do, I'm good. That alone, even when I'm, you know, backing it up. I'm not thinking. You're not not, thinking about that. Fully present. Exactly. Getting it down. So the sense of control that this one thing is not going to lead to a disastrous amount of consequences Mm. definitely allows me to even enjoy my sexuality a lot more. And I feel like if you are having, if you are watching this episode Mm -hmm. if you are watching this episode and you know you're not on contraception Mm. we really really urge you to get information out there if you want someone to talk to a free number that you can call Mm. a number you can whatsapp please get in touch with Fomnigani the contacts are right here down here so please get in touch with them Mm. there are so many different kinds these days and I feel like the information is everywhere which can be a good thing and a bad thing because I guess maybe sometimes you go online and you get like overwhelmed and you're just like oh my god this one is saying misconception this one is saying I'll get an STI Mm. this one is saying what just get in touch with Fomnigani. They'll be able to give you all the information that you need to make yeah. the best decision for you. Mm. I also love that they give options in terms of like if you are comfortable going to a healthcare professional, they these are one. the options. These those. Mm-hmm. Then there are also the self care options which you can do from your house. The condoms, yeah. if there's self injectables, which Woo! we both were like no, we're already shuddering. But those are there. There's like yeah. you know period tracking apps. Mm. There's things like the pills. So many different options if you want to do it yourself, kuji jali, mm. or if you want to also see a healthcare professional. So please do get in touch with them if you want more information on that. My hashtag when it comes to um, reproductive self-care is that I do what I can. I do what I can. Everything mm. else, there's nothing I can you do. Live to God. Some people say yeah. that you know people get pregnant on IUD. Mm. There's nothing I can do about that. Mm. Whatever situation you're in, if it's um you have a bit of money for condoms, yeah. get condoms. Yeah. If you have a bit of money or some time to call and mm. ask some information about your which contraceptive works for you, whatever is in your power, mm. generally in your power, do that. 
whatever happens after, there's nothing you can do. And I feel like there is mm. this idea like, oh, there's no point. Like, you know, so yeah, even we're a, still yeah, going to you 99% yeah, no. chance, no. Do what you can control you can. and leave the rest to God. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's up to you. Whoever is watching this, mm. not your boyfriend, mm. is not your girlfriend, is you. It's, it's you, you. It's you, baby girl. Yeah. Um. I also feel like sexual confidence to me is 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 very varied in terms of how it plays out in people's lives. Mm. So, for example, me and you, mm. we are very open. We are talkers. We yeah. talk a lot. So we can come on here and just talk about sex, sex, my man, this, my man, mm. whatever. And maybe you're not comfortable doing that. And yeah. that's okay. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're sexually um repressed. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean that. Because for mm -hmm. me, maybe that it means wearing a bikini and taking pictures in that and posting mm -hmm. those. Mm -hmm. Maybe for you, it means covering up so that only the people who are closest to you get to see your body. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. I feel like sexual confidence should not be, it's not, should not be uh, made to seem like it's immorality mm -hmm. because it's not immorality. It's not. It is it's just not. expressing yourself how you feel comfortable expressing your sexuality. Yes. And yeah. we understand where that immorality came from because mm -hmm. a lot of the things, especially stemming from religion, mm -hmm. is that women who were out here expressing themselves being promiscuous mm. are bad, they are whores, they are all of these mm. things. So if you take those lessons and you bring them to real life, that yeah. translates. That's yeah. why you see women being demonized and being slut-shamed all the time. Mm. It's somehow translated into the world that we live in. Yeah. But actually, especially with something that's not harming anybody else, yeah. me expressing myself fully as a sexual being mm. does nothing except for liberate me, mm. you know? Mm. And as Joe said, it, it looks different to everyone. Maybe Lizzo wants to be butt naked mm. and showing her curves, Literally that's her. Naked, but then yeah. there's somebody who wants to be covered from head to toe and that then when they go home and they do whatever, even mm. when they're just covered up, yeah. they feel so liberated, so liberated you know? Yeah. Mm. And feminism... It's all about allowing women to have whatever mm. makes them feel yeah. like the most amazing women they can be. Yeah. So us, we us, we are just sharing us ours, ours but not at all. It doesn't need to be anybody to else's. Exactly. Yeah. Can I tell you what I'm I'm tired of? What? Can I tell you what I'm tired of? Every what? time I post a picture in a bikini, mm. message. How does your husband feel about this picture? How does your husband feel about you posting things like this? I find it so intriguing. How does your husband feel actually? He just, doesn't ever say anything. He doesn't, yeah. he's just like, mm, yeah. He's just, he only, he only says something when like his family, let's say his nieces or nephews or whatever, see, send the picture to him and like, whoa, oh my gosh. And I just tell him, just tell them this is how I am. Yes. And this is how you found me. Yeah. When we met, this is yeah. how you found me. Mm -hmm. But every time, they, the fact that when someone sees a picture, the first thing they think of is my husband, mm. I just feel like it just emphasizes that double standard of yep. women. You'll see, that same person will see my man in a club uh, fingering somebody. Nah. And, ah. and they will like, ah, oh, it's men. It's a men Friday. Exactly. A Friday. That's it. By you. But me, post a picture by myself. And, and it's an issue. Exactly. Be because mm. our sexuality is so much connected to men. Exactly. There is no, what do you mean, you on your own being a sexual being? It's, no. Yeah, exactly. You are the thing that your husband expresses his sexuality through oh my god that's so yeah. true that's why they see sexual, it that way sexual like mm. shaming and re repression of women is meant to belittle them and to control them for mm. me to have to only express myself the way my husband feels is comfortable yeah. that's just that's that's repression for me and that's yeah. not something that I ascribe to another thing mm. I feel like maybe we should touch on on your end mm. is um one of the biggest things is that me nobody will ask me how does my boyfriend feel mm. right but the second you get married you are now that 
you need to be covered from head to toe. You are a mother. Mm. You are the sanctity of hope, joy, and purity Ap- to everyone's exactly. eyes. Yeah. So then you even having sexuality is like out. It's crazy. And yeah. the funny thing is that mm. so people know married people are having sex, but they don't want any outward expression of that besides children. That's it. Besides just the children yes. who have come out. You have had sex three times. Exactly. I've only thrice. <laughs> And they were all, you know, very positive experiences. I have the children to prove it. Done. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I honestly feel like people need to let women express themselves how they want to express themselves. Yeah. Because it all ties back to mm-hmm. that whole thing of like, when you get married, do you lose yourself as a person? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, who Joanne used to be is mm-hmm. gone now. Now she's Joanne Wazak mm-hmm. or Joanne Wa Ethan or yeah. Wa Mukeni Wa yeah, Mutana. Right. But I am just me, just myself. So it's when someone true. says, how will you feel when your child sees this picture and they grow up? And I'm like, oh my God, they might discover I have an ass. They might discover a naked body. A body? Get out. They might discover. I'm like, guys, mm -mm, calm down. Exactly. And that's the kind of future I want to build for my daughters Mm. is one where they're able to express themselves fully without fear of judgment Mm. or being labeled a hoe or being labeled this because they alone know how they're expressing themselves. And that's okay. Whatever that is, it's okay to me. A hundred percent. Now, one of the things for me that makes me feel sexually confident Mm. is being able to see how me talking about it does something positive to other women. Oh, yes, yes. Honestly, mm. I, I, of course, I would talk about it anyway, mm. but anytime someone messages me, they're just like, okay, um, hey, you've been talking about this IUD. Me, I'll go, um, tell me some more information about it. Where can I go get it? What can I do? Because I don't want kids anytime soon. And hey, I'm out here having fun. Let me go get it. Mm. That one person, even if it's one a week or once, twice a week, oh, yeah. I'm just like, that makes me feel like this must be something good. Must because be if I was exactly. not as open and sexually confident I wouldn't have the confidence to talk about that Mm. and that person would not have felt like that's helpful and Mm. maybe they've changed their destiny maybe this is not going to be the same old story TMI talk you know and we get so many DMs like that like how do you feel confident to just talk about sex openly like that and it's like for me the fact that there's so many women who want Mm. Who want that to be their destiny? Who want that to be their future? Mm. The fact that it, it means we are doing something useful. It's true. It means that we are doing something yeah. useful. So before we finish, mm. can we tell people who, for example, they're the ones who are DMing us, maybe they're living in sexual repression or mm. oppression, yeah. and they want tips on how to overcome that and to live in sexual confidence. What can we tell them? This is something which I had found ages ago, but mm. then I saw it on Too Hot to Handle. Mm. And the way the woman explained it really got me understanding why it's important. And that is looking at your vagina. Mm. Looking. Or your Sit penis. down. Um, or your penis. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. For, forgive me. The thing is, your penis doesn't need to be given confidence. It's everywhere. People oh, have, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. People mm. think that the penis is the greatest thing, whereas vaginas are dark and ugly and they need to be in between whatever you hear, how people mm. always shame you about opening your legs. Wait, what's exactly well, what's the problem? The vagina yeah. needs to be covered Close. up and mm. there in the dark. Mm. Um, so when you sit and you look at your vagina, number one, you start to like what you're seeing. It's that narrative that it's mm. ugly and it's nasty, it's no good, completely goes away because you're like, wait, mm. how is this? This is the same as my leg, as my boob, as my elbow. Mm. Why am I being taught to not like this thing? And so the more whatever you bring to light you free mm. so bring your vagina to light if it's you're let down take a mirror look at it if you're standing however you're going to do it but learn to be open about looking at your vagina because when you feel shame about your vagina there's no way you're not, you're not uh, taking to, that shame absolutely. somewhere else yeah and yeah. just to even extrapolate that mm. further 
even beyond your vagina, mm. just your whole body. Yeah. Like take time to just stand in a mirror and just mm. look at yourself and mm. appreciate yourself. Mm -hmm. Not every time is like every time you're looking at yourself, just like, ah, my God, I need to lose weight. I need to do this. Just yeah. look at yourself and yeah. appreciate. Just be like, oh, I'm cute, by the way. Look at mm. this cute little dimple here. Mm. Look, my arms. Wow, mm. my nipples are really nice. Like just look at yourself, appreciate yeah. yourself and start to... Like make don't idolize other people's bodies and then you you come to yours like ah, but mine even just make know that you yourself you are the yours, queen. you are first. You, are, you yourself you are the yeah. queen, exactly. Mm -hmm. Another thing I would say in terms of like sexuality and sex is knowing what you don't want is half the journey to knowing what you want and what you like especially when you're in For, bed I feel like sometimes people are like how do I know what I like especially if like maybe you're early on in your sexual mm -hmm. journey mm -hmm. is when anything happens you'll make a mental note of like when he did that it didn't, I, feel, I didn't good. feel good but mm -hmm. sometimes you know as women we are taught to like just if he, he looks like he's enjoying himself you'll just nyamaza even if you're not enjoying it because he's doing no. it and for him he's having fun mm -hmm. get in the habit of just being like no that one I don't like that yeah. makes me feel a bit uncomfortable as mm -hmm. you said that mm -hmm. helped you in your sexual journey Right? Yeah. and just be, be come get into the habit of like voicing what you like what mm. you don't like so that it can be like that experience is as much for you as it is for him yeah mm. um another thing which i think helped me and i guess yes we're not trying out sexuality to yeah. men but having a partner who you're enjoying and you feel free with 100 is going to change mm. the narrative so mm. even if you're not in it now you can you can be more do I, you can question more if you want to mm -hmm. be sexually active with that person. Mm -hmm. The more you are like, mm, okay, so yesterday he was being really mean to me. So 90% of the time, maybe you're having sex because that's the time when he's nicest to you. Oh. When you start, yeah, it's true. A lot of sex is happening because that's the, the one time you get intimacy from this person who doesn't text you, who doesn't call mm -hmm. you, who doesn't take you out, who isn't treating you the way you want. Mm -hmm. But in that however many minutes like you're the only one in the you world you are the yes, only one in agreed. the world you know mm. so when you be you're a bit more selective on why am I having sex with this person is this person who I want do I even like mm. this person and then having more healthier happier sexual experiences mm. for sure you're mm. going to grow like tenfolds yeah, yeah. exactly mm -hmm. my last tip would be see a professional yeah. and by a professional I mean could be a gynecologist if mm -hmm. you want um, information on contraception you can get in touch with Fomnigani on mm -hmm. their WhatsApp number or the, the toll free line here mm -hmm. below mm -hmm. or sexual therapy yeah sex have therapy is I have had sex therapy my, my husband and I have had sex therapy yeah. together in mm -hmm. our marriage yeah mm -hmm. it's, it's been fantastic it's mm -hmm. like it's not something we do often but mm -hmm. like once in a while when we just want to get to a better place mm -hmm. we'll do sex therapy mm -hmm. and I would highly recommend it because sometimes mm -hmm. where you are in your sexuality and your sexual confidence is a hundred percent not even based on how you feel about yourself mm -hmm. it's just trauma from the past that you have not That's been true. able to go back and be mm -hmm. like actually yeah, I remember I had blocked out the fact that when I was young my dad said this about me or my mm -hmm. mom said this or I saw this in church and mm. or whatever and being able to talk about those things really helps you be able to like see okay actually those are lies I have told myself and this yeah. is the truth and then this is where I want to be mm. and you can be able to determine now your sexual future mm. your sexual confidence for yourself now mm. and you know in perpetuity. Oh my so God, yeah. maybe one day I'll go to sex, sex therapy as yeah, well. You've would made highly, it sound so would good. highly recommend. And yeah. in fact, even if your sex life is good now, mm. like once you go, it like can become phenomenally better. Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, yes, we are, we yes. All right. <laughs> so yeah, seek professional help. And it's, there's no, there's no like mm -hmm. uh, shame in seeking professional help, by the way, because many people, especially in Africa, I feel mm -hmm. like there's a lot of like, oh my God, you went to see a doctor about sex. Oh yeah. my gosh, you went to see a doctor about, you know, your mm -hmm. vagina or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in it, guys. There's, I mean, get the help that you need to live the life that you want. And guess what? Mm -hmm. You don't know for one day 
and mm. then you know and then yeah, that's exactly. it and, and that's now you, it. Know. Now you so know so even if it's the scariest weirdest hardest thing to do mm. you go there and you know once exactly. you get to know what's good for your um for your body what's the best reproductive um method for you i mean contraceptive for you and then now you know and, now and you, you can know you and can you can free yourself best, yeah yeah um we really love this conversation yeah. because it's good to share some of the ways why how we got to where we are because mm. I don't think anyone just came in this. We had the same thing which were against us that women should be like this, women should be mm. like that. Mm. But we've somehow found a way to be a bit more liberated yeah. and we encourage you to explore exactly what that means for you. And thank you so much for Omnigani once again for um, collaborating with us. On this conversation. You are doing... The you are Lord's helping work. Us. You are doing... The you Lord's are helping work. us yes. do... Like, Apps, something fantastic yep, and if, yep. if this generation has this much support mm. the next one is going to be one is bound better. to be fantastic For let sure. us know in the comments below guys mm. or on our Instagram or whatever if you want to DM us personally TMI Podcast KE we want to know where you guys are in your sexual liberation sexual confidence journey yeah. is there any support that we can offer you if there is please mm. let us know um, yeah but get in touch As we said, guys, thank you so much for the love on the previous episode. Let's be honest. Liz. That's been the, the most love hey. we've received. Hey. And you know, that's guys. exactly what collabs are for. We want you guys to get a different perspective, to hear what's out there, mm. to collaborate with other um, other creators. And we really enjoyed it. It was so, so much we fun. we just are so glad that you enjoyed it. Um, on this segment, we do fan shout out and we just want to read some of your comments. And that's why we encourage you. If you're there on YouTube, please Tell us what you think. Whatever Comments, it is you're yeah. thinking about as you're watching, tell us so that we can also hear your point of view. Mm. We're always talking, guys. We're always so we talking. Also like Even if the comment is about our edges or about our eyebrows, oh, and I saw you. <laughs> episode 13. It wasn't my eyebrow. Dan, can you come here and explain yourself? <laughs> the lighting was shaving my eyebrow. Yeah. Do Lydia's do brows do. were perfect and they are perfect. Now, I've never seen better <laughs> brows in my life okay never seen better brows in my life okay can we read this some let's read. now okay let's read. the first mm -hmm. one i want to read is the mm -hmm. one written by man talk yeah. they commented and said we had the most incredible time thank you for inviting us and being incredible hosts you have created an amazing space and community please never stop giving us content everyone showing love in the comments we see you we love you ah thanks guys for real. thank you yeah thank you guys. and i love working with colla um, um collaborators who mm. are also just as in uh, yeah in with exactly yeah absolutely i love that this is wakini annette you mm. are saying why is tmi talking um tmi talk shouting at me y'all put a pin on my situation and hammered it home we we, we, we tried to not hammer we try to gently take it home but exactly. we're sorry you felt hammered yeah, just sorry susan you said when eli said i have to disagree with any explanation for infidelity then she's like 100 Period. That one, I feel like we were split on that one. Yeah. We were split on that one. Here's I the feel. Thing, yeah. mm -hmm. I feel like an explanation and excuse are two different things. Oh yeah. For example, mm. my explanation for maybe going on a rampage of sex might be my daddy issues as the explanation. Yeah. It's not the excuse, but, but it's the explanation. explanation. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. Um, we have um just Lena. You are saying hands down the best collabo ever. Can we talk about how collected these men are? No. Okay. Yeah, they're very collected. <laughs> they and are you know, so next collected. to us. Who are like, ah! yeah, wow. Did you guys see the game? Our hands were down. Our hands were like this. Them, they're just like, no, nope, never had a one night two, stand. Never had a. And us, we are like, <laughs> it was so unfortunate. 
unfortunate God. Okay, the last one. And are you caught? You're saying my takeaway is one, Jesus did not die on the cross for me to be a side chick. Amen. Period. All right. Two, people cheat because they want to. And all theories formulated to back up infidelity are just excuses. No, we said the explanations, not excuses. Last one. Yes. P with a P with a quiet with a period. Exactly. Period. And then lastly, you said good, sensitive, knowledgeable, expressive, emotionally aware, and handsome men do exist at Man Talk KE. Wow. Now we to say they are very single. They are very single. If you don't show your shot, yeah. Now that is your problem. That's on you. But yeah, thank you so much, guys, for always engaging with us. If you want to um, comment, please go on our YouTube and um, comment under the... <laughs> if you'd like to engage with us, guys, please comment below the YouTube video or you can send us a message on our Instagram pages, TMI Podcast, KE, Lydia KM, Murugi Muni. Please cut. She needs a second. <laughs> cut. So we have had a conversation today besides before all this fun that we have been here jumping, <laughs> jumping, jumping around. We were having the conversation, obviously, in collaboration with Fomni Ghani and the Reproductive Health Network of Kenya about contraception, about sexual confidence, about kujijali um, and just basically taking care of ourselves in terms of contraception. And we asked you guys on Instagram because a lot of people had shared that those of you who said you are not on contraception, a lot of you said that it's because my man doesn't want me to be on contraception yep. or my partner doesn't want me to be on contraception. Mm -hmm. So we asked you guys, how does your partner feel about you being on contraception or do they take an active role in your contraceptive journey or your self-care journey so some of you guys had some very interesting feedback one mm -hmm. person said when i had the implant before having a baby i put it one week before our wedding i never consulted him yeah yeah i feel like that that tends to be the easy out mm. because you don't want to go do that back and forth yeah yeah, yeah. Me, i even prefer that a woman does that than you just say no 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 when yeah. we have the conversation because ultimately in that period while you are there he's still deciding whether whether or not he wants us to be on which one, whatever. There you you're go. pregnant or you Jaden is coming. Jaden yeah. is on his way. He's on his, his way. Twin brother. Kusha. So, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Another one said he's not okay with it. He says it's too intrusive. And if there was one for men, he would take the hit. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't want her to be on contraceptive. He wants him to be the one he who's doesn't on mind. contraceptive. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like um I hear you. I hear you, brother friend. I hear the <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah. I hear the sacrifice. Mm. How however. We are not there. Not there yeah, so exactly. here, here we are now. Plus, I feel like a lot of like hesitation around contraception is just around lack of knowledge. It's just like say around, again. Hey, I had another friend who just she got the mm -hmm. she got so many you know like UTIs. Oh, yeah. maybe this is a friend of mine just got pregnant. Mm. So I don't trust them. It's and true. That, that whole idea of like we don't trust them is yeah. what keeps people in that place of bondage. It's true, and that's yeah. what we said, guys. It's, we can say whatever we want to say, but maybe mm. your man won't listen to us. Exactly. So we're gonna put the contact numbers as we said, so mm. you can contact a professional who can guide you mm. and your man if he's willing to listen yeah. about how you guys can go about exactly. having the best one for you. Exactly. Someone else says, I use IUD, same as this two of us. Yep. Um, he's never had a problem, plus how freeing is it for us? Stress-free sex. I'm here for stress. A hundred percent. Yeah, for stress-free sex. Sex and, and stress should not be, they're not partners, they're yep. not cousins. They're not cousins. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Someone else says, my ex was mm. against contraception mm. and wanted a child before I com before committing. I had to dump him. 
Good, Good night. Yeah. Night, oh, what? No. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Someone else says he he refused to use protection and I'm still in campus. I had to call it quits because, yo, I'm not ready for a baby. Yeah. This whole thing of, you've refused to use, refused. And this is sex. a me and you. Exactly. No, I no. don't think so. Yes. But I love these are all ending in. Yeah, he had ending. to go. Exactly. Goodbye. I love this. Exactly. I'm loving Someone it. Someone else says he mm. can give his opinion, but I don't mm. need his permission. I love, that. I love that. I think you also yeah. said that. Um, I think mm. you had said about your weight. Mm. Yes, I can hear what he I wants to say about saying. what. Yeah. But, but I still do. I'm still doing it. And I feel like that's what a healthy relationship is. You mm. can have different opinions. Exactly. But ultimately, especially with something that affects you so much, yeah. it's on you. Okay, so but if the man says he doesn't want to use a condom, then you've given your opinion, but he's decided not to use it. Yeah, but since this affects me as well, just bye. as much, yeah. bye. Bye, you're yeah. right, exactly. Mm. Okay, a couple more. He says he didn't think it was any of his business. Rolling eyes, that idiot. <laughs> okay, guys, you know, yeah, idiot, I mean, idiot, exactly. idiot. Yeah, and I and I feel like it's just time that men realize how how important they are in that conversation about contraception. Yeah. One day it'll be your daughter. One day it'll be like your little sister who needs information about this thing, and maybe you might not know it, and you can refer them to from Nigani. Mm. But also, you want to have the tools that you you need to be able to give that information to your it's kids. True. I think. Yeah. What I what I want to say about that is that mm. I just want you to want to talk to yeah. to to to, to care, care about my health. because guess what yeah. I I'm good. Which yeah. whether you are you are partaking in this, I'm doing it for my yeah, own exactly. good. But it would be great to have you interested. Oh yeah, exactly. Tag mans. Tag mans. Okay, <laughs> let me find one more. Um, my partner supports my decision. We are for planned pregnancies. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The goal is for us to all be in charge of the sexual outcomes mm -hmm. of our experiences. That's, uh, that for me is like the goal for all of us. Yes. Man or woman. It's true. And if you've mm -hmm. heard nothing, mm -hmm. I hope you've heard it's fun until it's not. Until it's not. Until fun. it's not. Exactly. So please 100% take care of yourself, guys. We have provided um where you can contact um someone, a professional who can talk to you about even what it means mm -hmm. um to to be sexually confident. Those questions you have, my boyfriend doesn't want me to be on contraceptive. What do I do? Mm -hmm. Some of those things can be answered so well by a professional who's gonna give you knowledge to empower you and you can slowly build your sexual confidence. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you guys so much for watching this episode. We hope you have enjoyed watching it as much as we have enjoyed talking about it. If there are two things, me and Lydia love mm -hmm. sex. And, and talking, talking about women to women, empowering women. Oh, yeah, that's it. Together, and we, are, we are in paradise. We're in paradise. So if you are not yet subscribed, please subscribe to the channel now. It really supports us. Mm. It's free. It takes you like two seconds and tap the notification bell so you always know when we upload an episode. Mm. Also, follow us on Instagram at TMI Podcast KE and Lydia at Lydia KM and me at Murugi.muni. We love you guys. Until next, See you time. next time. Bye. Bye.